Welcome to your weekly accountability podcast with me, Alexis McCluskey, where we are more about implementation over absorbing information. Every week, I'll be in your ear to give you a kick in the ass you need to show up and identify what is out of your comfort zone. Here, we don't throw pity parties. We are in it for the long game and find the balance between grace and discipline. What makes this podcast different is after each episode, I'll share a post on my Instagram at the tough love coach with a question or challenge of the week for you to comment for accountability. And on Friday, I'll share a check in to see if you actually implemented what you learned because being inspired by a podcast is cute, but action is hotter. Totally optional, highly recommended. It's free accountability. I'm here to redefine what you see as tough love. So put on those big girl boy panties and let's get real bitches. XOXO, your tough love coach. Yo, what's good? How was your holiday? Whatever you celebrated. I know I shared on my uh, post friends list on Instagram a few days ago about how I have been on a cookie bender. I've just been eating every single cookie, pizza, burger, you name it. It has been on the list. I don't know what it is about like right before Christmas and then into New Year's Eve, but I'm just always like, fuck it. But it is what it is. We are here. So let's get into it. So this one is all for my ADHDers diagnosed or undiagnosed or assume that you have it or vast uh, or any of you that struggle with focus calendars and structure. And if for those of you who might not know what vast is, vast is variable attention stimulus trait. And it describes all people with ADHD traits, even if you don't meet the full criteria for an ADHD diagnosis. So I'm not here to diagnose anyone or tell you what you have, but if you've been thinking about it, you might want to look up vast um, or read the book ADHD 2.0, highly recommend it. Those of us with ADHD or vast, we do not feel like being caged in. So having a strict schedule or structure or anything we have to follow where we don't get to have wiggle room stresses us the fuck out. So right now online on social media, you're probably seeing a lot about like Pinterest boards and vision boards and content calendars and planning out your months ahead and planning out your 2023 plus like tips on how to follow your daily schedule or calendar and make it really work for you in new year. If you're like me, fuck that. There's nothing wrong with it. If like you like that or you teach that. Uh, I have nothing wrong with it for you if it works, but for me and my neurodivergent brain, there is absolutely no way that I can have too much structure because I won't do it. I don't even know what I want to do three months from now, let alone a year. So if you do like that, like, hell yeah. If you like having structure, if that works for you, if you're a little bit type A, that's amazing because you found something that works for you. And I love that. Um, and if you're kind of like, oh, maybe I need to tap out of this podcast. I'm not sure if this is for me because I like structure. Just stay to the end because it's going to be kind of a short and sweet one. Um, I, I want you to listen to the perspective shifts that I might bring that might help you. So all of these things are great. Like the vision boards, the planning, I used to do them. I used to hold vision board parties and I would feel really accomplished when I forced myself to have structure, even though I was internally dying and also knew that after two months, I wouldn't stick to it. And so whether it be goal setting, content planning, or your daily schedule, truth of it is, if you have ADHD or anything like it, the idea of forced creativity or structure around what to do feels like a literal cage. And sorry if you guys hear Ned snoring in the background. He is so loud today. So that might be why you tried to plan before, but you never stick to it. You must know yourself. You are not broken. But, and it might sound like I'm going to contradict myself here. If you do not have any structure, you can end up feeling guilty or shameful throughout the day because you feel like you're not getting anything done when really you just don't have that much to actually get done. But since there's no to-do list or no structure, 
you're kind of left guessing or making assumptions about what you have to do. So I want to show you some examples of what this looks like. So example one is the version of me that barely gets anything done. So I don't plan my day at all. I procrastinate. I work in random pockets of time. I do 10 minutes of emails and then I scroll and I go to do a workout and then I get distracted and don't start for 15 minutes. Then I get stuck on the toilet messaging people. I plan to engage on, on, on accounts right before I you know, post my post on social media. And then I remember have to buy something on Amazon. So I don't get anything done. And that just, you know, leaves me feeling not so great. So example two is still no structure, but what I do is I actually do get some stuff done maybe in the morning, but none of it's on my to-do list or I did it really messy and didn't track any of it. Um, I kind of was just like winging it. And then it ends up being 3 PM. And I think because the way my brain works that I haven't done anything. And I spend the next hour toggling while in guilt mode between scrolling on TikTok to asking myself like, okay, what was I supposed to be doing? And then trying to make a new list of things to get done at the end of the day, just so I can feel accomplished. Even though I actually did do stuff in the beginning of the day, but since there was no real structure to it, I either forget because hello, ADHD, or it's just, there's no way for me to really like monitor what I was doing unless I sit down and say, oh, okay, I did that. I did that. It even happened today. You know, I, I have a webinar I'm doing later um, tonight, actually right after I uh, film this podcast, I'm recording this podcast and I didn't get anything on my to-do list done, but I got a bunch of stuff done this morning. It was probably for like two or three hours I did work, but since it wasn't on my to-do list, I, I felt a little bit guilty. But so if you think about two of these examples, one the first example of barely anything, getting anything done without, you know, structure makes you not productive and ends up leading to burnout because you're kind of in this like free state where you want to do stuff and they don't. Um, or number two fills you with shame and pressure and guilt for no reason. And so I want you to understand that the either one of those situations are not going to benefit you, right? We don't want to feel not productive and, and then end up burning ourselves out. And it's so funny, right, to think about like not being productive leading to burnout. But the thing about most of us that uh, aren't productive but burn ourselves out is the only reason we are burnout is because we are completely flying by the seat of our pants and really messy. So we are actually doing stuff, but it's so unstructured that we end up burning ourselves out because we're working all the time to make up for the lack of intentionality of like having some kind of structure, if that makes sense. Um, which reminds me, Little little ad bit here. Again, sponsor. Hey, it's me. I am holding a two-week group about working less and making more. So regardless, I just shared this on an IG live I did about this. Regardless of whether you are uh, have, an, have your own business, working regular job, or a busy mom in school studying, this isn't necessarily about just like working less and making more money. I know that's the name of the, the group, but this is about finding out if your workaholism, your perfectionism, the pressure you put on yourself to perform and do a lot is getting in the way of your happiness, success, whatever it is. So insert that, like, you know, make more that can be just feeling good, being happy, having a social life, because the thing about it is, is you cannot remove the coping mechanism and think you solve the problem. When it comes to being a workaholic, you may have actually healed that a bit and maybe you don't work as much. But because you didn't heal it at the root 
or get rid of the, the, or figure out what the actual problem was, why you were pushing yourself so much in the first place, you end up staying busy all the time. You can never just sit still. So yeah, you might not be working a lot, but you're on the go, go, go in your social life, family, like activities, like you always have to be doing something. So this is a two week group. We start January 9th. I will include a link. Um, if you want to check out the group in the show notes of the podcast. Um, but it is just about, uh, there's gonna be two info calls and two action calls because it's very much about less information and more implementation, which is what this podcast is all about, but specifically around working less and making more and the accountability to get it done. Because especially one of the reasons why we to choose or tend to push ourselves to work more is because of scarcity around money. We think if we don't work, then we're not going to make money and we're not going to be successful. And I know you might be like, I do have to work to make more, but this is what this whole group is about. I promise you. But if your pressure is rooted in money or scarcity, people telling you what to do and then you just doing it probably won't happen. You need accountability to actually implement the things to see like, oh, this does actually work. This was just rooted in fear. So that's kind of what that group is about. But let's get back into the podcast. So the moral of the story is having a few tasks that you need to get done that you can focus on can leave you trusting that everything you needed to do is done instead of guessing at it every day. Also, the more time that you spend in the purgatory of not doing anything, but also beating yourself up at the same time, the longer it lasts. If you do end up in that space, you need to either choose to do something or not. I know that might seem super simple, but like either if you're kind of in that purgatory of, um, oh, I need to do something, but I, I don't. And that essentially is you're in a free state. So there's fight, flight, and freeze. Um, there's also fun, but, but freeze essentially, uh, the way you can get yourself out of it. Cause I don't want to dive too much into that right now, but freeze is a state of, um, uh, like it's, it's that feeling of like, I need to do something, but I can't, I need to do something, but I can't. So what you want to focus on is small incremental movements. So if you need to work out, but you don't feel like you can move, like you're stuck, don't try to do the workout. Just try to stand up. Just try to go into your kitchen and like hold some ice cubes. I know that might sound weird, but that can kind of help snap your nervous system out of it. That's just one example. But, um, so this, this, this space of being, um, you know, I need to do something, but I, I, I can't, or I want to do something or I want to be lazy, but I also want to do work. Just choose one, either be lazy, watch Netflix and do it without guilt or get up and take a small action step. So there's a little bit of a tangent, but I just wanted to share that. So, um, some ways that you can practice, uh, figuring out like how to have the, like some structure without it overwhelming you. If you are somebody who has ADHD is instead of a Google calendar filled with perfect time blocks, which I used to have, my Google calendar was like 75 different little blocks and it was insane. You can just have three to five things you need to do in a day. That is how I like to flow in the beginning of the day. I do not have a perfect structure, but I know that I want to work out around nine 45 in the morning. I want to be done by a certain time. I want to have calls between this time and this time. And then I'll have maybe like three tasks that I have to do at some point in the day. So I'll know between 11 and three, these three tasks have to be done. Because if I say these three tasks have to be done at some point in the day, much easier for me to procrastinate. But if I say these need to be done by 3 p.m., I'm more encouraged to do them without having like the exact structure or schedule I'm going to do every single day. So you can also have like a daily, weekly, or monthly list. I highly recommend checking out Google Keep, or you can just use a paper uh, 
paper planner. Um, but you kind of have like your, I like call them like my money-making moves or my IPAs income producing activities where it's like, okay, these are like the three to five things that I'm going to do every day. And for the most part, they're not going to change. And then weekly are kind of like, maybe if you do budgeting or if you do, maybe you do one day of content creation, you can do something like that. And then monthly, same idea. So instead of having a content calendar for the entire year, maybe you just try two to four weeks in advance. Or instead of even planning out the whole content, like ideas, maybe you just have general ideas, but there's no order. It's not like, you know, in week one of January, I'm going to post this and week two, I'm going to post this, have your ideas and let the creativity flow. So, uh, another one would be instead of planning out your entire business or school year, or, you know, whatever you see, again, I've seen a lot of it on social media right now. Again, it's not bad, but where it's like, let's plan out the whole year. Uh, instead of doing that, you can either know what brings you into a creative space and do that. Or when you do feel creative, bust out as much as you can then, which is technically, technically, which is most of the time what I do. Um, I don't always feel creative. So when I do feel creative, I like to like, just come out with the ideas. I will sit and like stop doing what I was doing and just allow the creativity to flow. I know that might not work for everybody, but that's the whole point of what I'm sharing is finding out what works for you. Another thing you can try if you have ADHD is body doubling. So body doubling works where you do whatever task you're doing with someone else that's also doing that task or just in the room with you. So this can be done through Zoom. This can be done through somebody in your house. But if you need to get work done, if you need to study, if you need to be creative, if you need to plan, um, you know, ask a friend to hop on Zoom with you and do the same thing or ask somebody to be in the room with you and do the same thing. It'll just help you get it done. So these are just some examples. But the important thing I want you to take from this episode is this. Find what works for you. There is so much out there on social media that uh, that's amazing. It's great whether it be from me or someone else, but you have to find out what works for you and you have to know yourself and how your brain works. You can't just assume that something you see from someone else is going to work. So know yourself and try things out. And even if they don't work, do not blame yourself or even blame the system. Ask if the system was built for you. So let's get into this week's T-L-A-T. So to this week's tough love accountability task, it's going to be posted on my Instagram as always, is what is something you've been trying to make work in terms of productivity for you this year that isn't clicking and you need to let it go? So maybe you learned a strategy or a system, whether it be planning or structure, anything that's kind of like, here's this strategy or this way to structure or plan, and you've been trying it and you're either not sticking to it, it's not working. Now, there are some things where like, maybe you're just not giving enough time, but I talk about a lot of that other stuff on my other, uh, the other podcast episodes, but really just check in. Like, does this even work for me? Does this feel good? Does this flow? Um, and so then Friday we will check in to see if you tried something new. And so I love seeing you guys comment. I know this is going to be something that's going to need to get some momentum because we have a few people commenting right now, but one thing I'd like to see more of, because I'm here to hold you accountable and I'm your tough flow coach is Friday. Not as many people are checking in on Friday and I know the podcast just started, so I'm being patient, but I'm here to remind you that Friday is honestly more important than the Monday post because we are checking in to see, did you actually implement what you learned, what you said you were going to do on that Monday post? So I will see you next week. I am sending you mad love. Peace out. XOXO, your tough love coach. 
Thank you so much for listening to the XOXO, your tough love coach podcast. I appreciate you more than you know. If you loved hanging with me, I'd love for you to share the podcast to your social media or send it to a friend who might need a tough love pep talk. Also, if you need accountability and a community that gets you, I'd love to have you a part of my tough love collective. This is a year open membership to vibe with me, get bi-weekly group calls to get support and ask questions, as well as free access to everything I offer throughout the year, including masterclasses and events. Visit my website at alexisrm.com or DM me on Instagram at the tough love coach to learn more. See you next week.